This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, Haunted. You will believe. 239 episodes in and we're still edgier than your edgiest edging session. Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. And I'm Brett. And oh, I'm an edgelord. Damn it. That's the I mean Troy. <laughs> Troy. Troy. <laughs> yes. I made it for two episodes in a row, I think. Woo-hoo! Look at that. Congrats. I managed to get here. And in your honor, Brett, I suggested a movie. I think it's Hoder. I'm sorry, Hotlanta, I suggested uh, a movie. Yeah, that's me, Hotlanta, that's the one. Haunted. Yep. Uh-huh. I couldn't possibly think of a more generic blanket term for a name for a horror movie. <laughs> term it's, for a name for a... Or like scary movie would be a good one. Yeah, just like 12 of them or something. Yeah. A name so nice they did it 12 times. times. But this isn't scary movie, nope. thankfully. Haunted. We can't watch scary movie. Chris says it's too scary. I don't yeah. think Chris thought this movie was too scary. Nah. He thinks his own feet are too scary. They My are. wife watched this movie with me because it wasn't too scary, because she does not like scary movies. Well, she was in luck. Yeah, she was. She watched the whole darn movie with me. That's scary. Yes. Yeah, it was pretty scary. Let's get into the story, Chris. Yeah, I think, is there a beginning to this book, Chris? A beginning to the story book for reading. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Real nice-like. Well, we start out At with... the beginning. Uh, yeah, yeah, beginning. Haha, <laughs> hilarious every time. And, uh... <laughs> John Amplis. John Amplis, a 40-year-old. <laughs> I remember. Gets on a subway train. Yes, yes, quite. So, uh, we got these two, uh... I don't know, Victorian-esque era children. Kids. Uh, this this actually was the Victorian era. or It was either the Victorian or the Edwardian era. I don't remember which. I actually looked it up afterwards because I was, I was curious. I believe they were Edwardian because that was the one that happened right before World War One. What? What? So these, uh, these kids are out playing uh, run outside. And uh, there's a boy and a girl. Yep. And the girl throws a rock at the boy. Yeah, and then uh, gets knocked into a hollow rock. Then they play head smash into the paper mache rock. (laughs) And then she falls into the cleanest fucking water that has ever existed in nature. Most filtered pond I've ever seen. You saw the kelp and stuff. It was filtering the water, Chris. It was Mother Nature cleaning herself. The water was green on top. Well, yeah, because of the kelp underneath. No, like, it was the water was green. No, I, know, I had algae and shit on it, I know. And uh, It wasn't filtered like an aquarium. And this is why my parents always made my brother and I wear life jackets when we, were, when we went swimming in the pond at our house. We had to wear helmets because mom didn't want us to smash our heads open on the rocks. 
Yeah, I've I was allowed to do whatever. Maybe I'd die. That's cool, I guess. Maybe you did die, Chris. Maybe this maybe is your own personal hell. Out of his helmet. I've thought that on numerous occasions. <laughs> yeah, this is Jacob's podcast. <laughs> yeah, except for there's no we, fucking Twitch monsters. Just Brett. You're we have a, a well, he's kind of twitchy. If you get on to reading that book. I mean, he's kind of twitchy. He is kind of a monster. So maybe we haven't done Jacob's ladder for the podcast, have we? Uh No, I think so. I have to add it to the list. I thought I suggested it. You suggested you, a lot of things. You suggested Human Centipede 3, Brett, so I don't know That's if we true. should really uh, pay attention to your suggestions. Yeah, but Jacob's ladder is Jacob's ladder. Yeah, yeah Tim Robbins is good. That's I like it. punishing Chris for being born. Yes. Yeah. That's that's reasonable. Sure's him, douchebag. So anyway, Chris, back to your personal hell. Get back to your damn book. So uh the the girl kid drowns, even though the boy kid tries to save her, and by save her I mean jump in the water. Didn't even see any blood in the water. And then he he wakes up in his bed and goes downstairs to see a tiny little coffin. What did I call it? A twelve dollar coffin? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean which reminded me that in kindergarten we went to a funeral home as a field trip. What kind of kindergarten did you go to? <laughs> I, uh, it was the a kindergarten attached to Mercy uh the Catholic well the Mercy Catholic Hospital in Des Moines, Iowa. Mortuary kindergarten, that's what I heard. We also went to a, the county jail as a field trip. We had weird field trips. Was it like a scared straight kind of a thing? I don't know, but no, like, I remember, though, as like a kid, though, they had you try to, like, like oh, and then they explained, like, what pallbearers were, and they had us, like, carry a coffin, like an empty coffin for just a little bit to, to kind of demonstrate what it was That's as kindergartners. reasonable and rational things that all of us did as kindergartners. <laughs> I always was carrying coffins remember? in kindergarten. Let's get back oh, to I mean, the book so this will stop. <laughs> uh, now we all know why I'm strange. Never heard of her. Read your book. Oh heavens! So, uh, when the tiny book, coffin, twelve dollar coffin, and uh, the the dead the dead sister opens up her eyes and goes uh. boogity boo. <laughs> Jump scare! She just yells jump scare in his face. Yeah. And that was the first jump scare ever. Circa 1995. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that is that is brand new technology in 1995, the jump scare. Yeah, they didn't have jump scare cameras until 1995. I mean, the the human jump scare. They had cat scares earlier. Yeah, but this is the human jump they scare. Had not, <laughs> they hadn't upgraded to human jump scares until now. Yeah, occasionally like a toaster jump scare would happen. You're a toaster yeah. jump scare. Thank you. You stopped reading your book so fast. <laughs> so uh, the the boy grows up into that's what happens when you don't get your head smashed into the paper mache rock into uh, some kind of psychologist up. or something. Was He's that, a professor. Was that his major? Yeah. Some kind of psychologist that's or something. A, yeah, it was the twenties. <laughs> yeah, that's this the is the interwar period. Yeah, you look like probably some kind of psychologist or something. Yeah, Get they, they use phrenology to measure his head in order to determine <laughs> yep. the best career path for him. Good old phrenology. 
Sometimes you got to check the head bump. Well, according to your cranial ridges, you'd be best suited to be a, a Klingon. Criminal activity. So, uh, and his whole thing nowadays is he likes to teach classes and write books and um, ruin people's good times involving uh, parapsychologies. Yes. Like, he he busts up a fucking seance. You mean like ghost monsters? Yeah, sure. And uh, he goes to a seance, and the lady there is like, oh, I got the spirits. And uh, I like the medium's outfit, though. It was pretty nice. Yeah, I'd wear it. And he's like, uh, the medium lady's like, hey, I'm talking to your uh, mom or something. <laughs> it's uh, her yeah. name... He's like, is oh, anyone's yes, mom named name Claudine? Something. Yeah, he's like, I have a mother who with names. <laughs> well, your aunt Liza or whatever said everything's cool. Lysanthropelia. Like, she said there's a hole in a bucket. <laughs> she said you had two feet. Who who here has two feet? Is anyone in this room born with eyes? I have two chains. Does that help? Two chains? Go ahead, Chris. Read from your book. Okay. And um, so he's leading along the medium lady. And he's like, ha you dumb idiot. I was making up stuff. And here's how they made the spooky woman show up in the mirror. They had that green gas water. What was with that? What what <laughs> fucking purpose did that serve? They were making... I, I think it was instead of dry ice, they had... Like something else going on to create some kind of weird smoky fog thing. Wet ice. And so he he breaks up the seance and everybody's all like, how raucous, what a bunch of balderdash, etc. Yes, yes, fancy word from the 20s, sure. And uh, as he's leaving, the medium lady starts talking like his dead sister. Yep. She's all like, oh, I had a tiny coffin. Oh. But he promptly dismisses it and walks out of the room. And he gets uh, uh, summoned. By the devil? No. Oh. By uh, some lady. The devil? Okay, sure, the devil. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the devil. Well, no, it's some lady in... Sometimes you cave so easily. Sometimes it's a struggle, but I just give up. Some lady in West Sussexshire is uh, is is apparently being being tormented by evil spirits, and so she wants him to come visit her. And I think it's the fact that it's in West Sussexshire is why he wants to go visit. Because I think that might have reminded him when he was a kid or something. Yeah. Everybody's in West Sussexshire, and so he uh he heads off. Takes the train. Shows up. That's all they had back then in the twelves. And he uh he's met at the station by Celine? Yeah. Bacon smell. Yeah, by Bacon Smell Dion. <laughs> bacon smell Dion. Yeah, Celine. Okay, I got you now. That's Bacon and Dion. I'm a bacon smell Gomez. I like that. Bacon Smell Gomez. It sounds like the most reasonable out of any of the other names that we've said. <laughs> so that's what you have to say over and over now is Bacon Smell Gomez. Oh, have good. Fun, dick. <laughs> I mean, go ahead, Chris. Read your book. So, uh, Bacon Smell Gomez. Yeah. 
drives them out, and uh, we learn that. Although, did you notice, like, when she was driving him, like, they just sped up the footage while she was driving to make him look like they were going faster? Because, like, all the trees and, like, those weeds and stuff were blowing in the wind, like, really fast. (laughs) If we've learned anything, everything's funnier when you make it go faster a little bit. Poorly. Yep. And, uh, so... That's why people should listen to it. 2.7x speed. At least. No, no, that's the optimal speed. is 2.7. I believe that you believe that. I like to listen to our podcast on half speed. More fun that way. <laughs> so we get to the, we get to the house, and we meet up with, uh, Nanny What's-Her-Head, who is the oh, lady hey, with the ghost head. problem. Yeah. She's coming up with a pretty good name for once. Nanny What's-Her-Head. And we, yeah. we meet uh, a couple other folk. We meet um, um brother one, creepy Kyle. painter brother. Yeah. yeah, creepy painter brother, who's really who apparently painting. likes to yeah, he's paint nude pictures of his sister like you do. A <laughs> lot of them at once. And um, he heads out for a swim with uh, bacon smell Gomez. And that's when uh, Brother 2 shows up. Loki. And uh, old Loki. Yeah. That's better. He he takes uh, a not weird naked swim with his sister. Well, because she's naked. I mean, like, if you're going to, if one person's skinny dipping, everybody has to skinny dip, Chris. That's the rule. Hey, sometimes you got to get naked and run around with your shit flinging out. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, especially around members of your direct biological family. Yep. I mean, this was this was the 20s. They hadn't invented bidets yet, Chris. How else are you going to get your junk clean? Yeah, you guys peed in the same toilet. What's you the just, problem? You just dunk him down in the bowl. <laughs> you, you ain't going to have no fancy bidet. <laughs> Wait, <hold laughs> you flush it first, you fucking weirdos. I, don't... <laughs> I know what bidets are used for. So I'm not real sure what you mean when you say dunk bam into the toilet. Yeah, you lift the you lift the ring up, Brett, and you just shove your whole ass down. Yeah, you just drop all the way down. That's what them refers to. That's well, yeah, my you, question. Yeah, you get your, your tackle refreshed you, while you're in there. You have your left cheek and your right cheek, Brett. Them. You drop the whole unit down there and you hit the flush. <laughs> Obviously. What are you, five? Why do I got to explain this to you? I don't know. I know what a bidet is. The way you said it, though, it sounded like a free <laughs> Yeah, it can be. But it's not. Life lessons from Slaughterhouse Princess. Yeah. Put, well, I know how bidets work. Just sit your whole ass in the toilet and That's flush my it. problem. I didn't say what does bidet refer to. I said <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, that was worth suggesting this movie just for that. Okay, I'm good. Podcast over. And we drink about movies. Troy's <laughs> face is really red. <laughs> I literally have tears right down my face. Oh, shit. All because I thought Chris was trying to put his balls in the bidet. I'm not some kind of weirdo. No, you're not. I simply put my entire ass in the toilet. <laughs> you put 
your whole lower third in the toilet, apparently. Uh. <laughs> I mean, you should, you should get the balls in there if you just do it. Right. It's about angles. How? How have we come to this? We should do a podcast. Hey, we should watch the stuff. That'd be cool. Oh, now we're talking shit. about Chris putting his whole bait and tackle on the toilet when he goes to the bathroom for some reason. What's happening? Uh, I know I'm supposed to be Brett and hot landing and screaming at everything, but let's for a second and just try to figure out where have we gone wrong. What's happened? That's right. Look back to 238 episodes for that one, Brett. Oh, uh, the book. Hmm. Uh, so where were we? Uh, the book. Oh, uh, uh, bacon smell. Gomez steals Loki's robe to run off to the house, back to the house with uh, protagonist guy. All the robes in this movie were either four inches thick or paisley. Never both, yeah. but one or the other. Yeah. So, um, what the what professor? Are... Professor protagonist. Yeah. Or PP, as I like to call him. <laughs> All right, that's weird. I like that. <laughs> so he starts uh, casing the joint, looking for uh, fake ghost monsters or whatever the fuck he's doing. No, well, he's a, he's a super skeptic. He's the he's the incredible Randy. Some might call the Ghostbuster. No, nah, that's, that's, that's oh, that's the stupidest thing. Ah. The book? I'm sorry. It's, it's a, yeah. So, like, when he, he had dinner with them, and the nanny, what's her head, just kind of acts weird the whole time. Yeah. And uh, old uh, Bacon Smell Gomez is um, really putting the moves on him. Eyeball fucking. Yeah, among other things. I mean, did, did anyone else notice that she's really pale in this movie? Yeah. She did look yeah, like, like she had a vitamin deficiency. Yeah, like, she's like, I... I It's like, no wonder she was cast in Underworld, because she just looks like a fucking vampire in this Maybe movie. she's afraid of the sunlight, Chris. Not afraid, I just don't like it. No, it's feet Chris doesn't want his skin looking like a satchel bag. Yeah. I have a very specific health regimen that I keep. No sunlight. Yeah. You put your whole ass in the toilet, no sunlight. <laughs> you know, no, dude, basics. it's not like just your ass. It's like <laughs> fucking knee to hip. Yeah, you, you can't half-ass that. You have to whole ass it. Yeah. If you ain't getting your legs wet, you ain't doing it right. <laughs> no. If your belly button doesn't come up with toilet, come out with toilet water in it, you're not doing it right. Just a little bit. You should always have a towel. I mean, yeah. Well, I common mean, sense. If Douglas Adams taught us nothing, Chris. Yeah. It's kind of like taking a bath at the same time. It's a time saver. Maybe Chris was right and we were wrong the whole time. Obviously. Yeah, that's, just had a like that's possible. So there's a... Pooing. There's, there's some searches for the paranormal. Oh, searching. He sets up a camera... Yeah, with like flash powder as a flash and everything, which I thought was great. I think it was gunpowder. And he. Well, that's uh, why they, no, it's flash powder, Brett. That's why they call it flash powder because they used it in the flashes of cameras. Mm-hmm. Gunpowder. 
Okay, sure. And uh, they they called the family doctor out because the old uh, nanny wants her head. Yeah. Watch your head. She's uh she's got the vapors or something. She she ain't acting right. Overcome with the vapors. And he uh he goes to check her out, but she freaks out when he uh is like, hey, I'm just gonna check her out real quick. Leave us. I'm gonna shut the door. And nothing weird bad's gonna happen in here. He's definitely not gonna sexually molest her. And so he um so PP is like, eh, that's not weird, I guess. Old PP. And then I don't know. Two dynamite oh. games in one episode. Good job, Chris. Thanks. He uh he has uh he's in his bedroom sleeping, and then the door starts to like the doorknob starts moving back and forth, and he tries to open the door, but there's someone holding it from the other side. But then when he opens it, there's no one there. And they accuse Loki of doing that because he's a trickster. Yeah, but Loki assures them it was just simple rat murder. Yeah, because yeah, the rats made the scratching sound that he heard, and the rats held the door closed because that's what rats do. Yeah, well, I mean they like they ganged up, and there's a, you know a stack of like ten rats that had, had the, the rat on top hold the doorknob, and then yeah, the rat king for their transgressions against man. But yeah. then Loki came by and killed them all with a stick. So. Fuck them. Yep. And uh, let's see. I, a lot of nothing really happens for a while, honestly. It's mostly well, um, uh, ambiance. Yeah, bacon smell makes a bunch of winky faces at PP. <laughs> nice. Bacon smell Gomez. Never thought I had to say that again. <laughs> Brett's like, oh, it must be Tuesday. And weird shit out of the brothers and the nanny walks around arguing with thin air and occasionally a window. And occasionally gets choked by nothing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Darth Vader got her that one time. Yeah, she's in a breath play. And uh, old uh, PP decides he's gonna... Edging and breath play in the same episode. Nice. <laughs> yes. Weird. So uh, PP sets up his camera again. And he he adjusts one of the gas sconces. That was a bad plan. Yeah. By adjust, you mean touch. Yeah. And then the the camera flashes, which turns the entire upstairs hallway into a raging death inferno. Oh, yeah, the uh, blue screaming flames, I'm sorry. Not just a smoky mess. Yeah. But blue screaming flames. I mean, it's, it's natural gas, Chris. What do you expect? I mean... We can, we'll heat our homes with natural gas, but we won't light our homes with it anymore. Well, I think the the thing was that old, uh, the biggest brother was like, Hey, hey, did you touch that thing? Because you shouldn't touch that thing. Also, maybe bring that up next time, I guess. That should be... Yeah. Do our hey, next th- Don't touch yeah, the th- goddamn gas lines upstairs. <laughs> or you'll yeah. Fucking kill us all. Seems like the sort of thing you'd mention. Well, you know. Sometimes you forget when you're too busy looking paintbrushes. And so, um, let's see. They uh they just are kinda Weird and incestuous. Stuff. Yep, those things. PP uh looks for paranormal activity. 
Bacon Smell Gomez is all like, hey, 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 how you, how you doing? Big Brother's like, I don't much care for your budding relationship. And Loki's like, I got this latex mask. I'm probably going to go fuck in the woods. <laughs> but is he going to fuck the mask in the woods, or is he going to wear the mask while fucking in the woods? No, he's going to fuck the mask, definitely. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah. I just wanted to make sure we were all on the same page on that one. Oh, that guy was fucking that mask. Yeah, hard. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, oh, and PP finds a trunk in some room that has a newspaper page in it, but like a quarter of it is cut out. So he calls his his assistant, who is obviously in love with him, uh, back in the Oxfords or Cambridges or whatever university he was working at, and has her look up to see what was in the part of the newspaper that was cut out. Yeah, because the the story he he has heard so far is that the parents are were in India and they died in India because of like a typhoon swept them away or some shit. Yeah, because the dad was like a diplomat or something. That all sounds pretty vague to me. And uh, no, the twenties were all vague, Brett. It's true. No internet, very vague. Yep. And so, uh, his lady friend from Cambridge gets a hold of him. And he's she's like, uh, hey, turns out according to this coroner's report. That uh, they died there. The, the mother, died. the mother, died in the lake as a suicide. Yeah. So uh, he decides to bring it up to Bacon Smell Gomez in between her making fuck you eyes at him the entire time. And he's like, "Hey, what about your mom actually committed suicide in the lake, huh? That's weird, right? <laughs> Are we gonna go fuck now, or?" Not a lot about that. Want to copulate? And she got real mad. She's like, yeah, I'm the one who found her. Why are you some kind of weird sex pervert about dead people? And he's like, uh... That's a direct quote from the movie. Yes. Yep. And then she leaves, and then the rocking chair in the gazebo that he confronted her in, confronted her in starts rocking. Probably, probably because of the wind, wind that was blowing. Uh, it's definitely ghost monsters. Wind monsters. So yeah. he, uh, he decides to set up another camera rig and pour a bunch of cocaine on the floor. Yeah. Because <laughs> ghosts love coke. Yeah, I mean... They love the powder. Oh, they love that. I mean, pow, pow. I mean Eric, Co- Eric Clapton knows this. That's why he sang that song about the ghosts loving cocaine. Buck Cherry. They got a cocaine song. Oh, cool. Buck Cherry reference. That's, that's it's called cocaine. Well, no, tell me more about your knowledge of the Buck Cherry discography. No, it's they, 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 song called they sang about crazy bitches. Uh, Troy knows more than I do. I just knew the cocaine song. Well, now you're both beneath me, so I feel better. We always Wait, were. So, so you're a top, Chris? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, obviously. Okay. Pa- power I bottom mean, on a weird day, but... <laughs> yeah, they the power Saturday. bottom, but... Okay, good. I'm glad we've established uh, our a, positions now. <laughs> I'm a killer, not a fighter. Okay, fair enough, I guess. That is not relevant to the other conversation that was occurring. But... Nope, but I stopped it. Get back to your book now. So, uh, <laughs> the the cocaine turns into a tornado, because, of course, it does. 
Was he all lit it, up again? But like a tornado that like then forms into some kind of weird, vaguely human shape. Yeah, and it heads out to the lake. Cheapest ghost monster I've ever seen. Where? I think it was 1995. They barely invented computers at that point, Brett. Yeah. They kind of had computers. So the cocaine they ghost monster dissipates into the lake, and when Pee-Pee goes to check it out, Pee-Pee. the <laughs> the Wendigo shoves him into the lake, I guess. Yes, the Wendigo? That's awesome. <laughs> I like that. I hate to say it, but I like that. Yes. And, and then he panics because he's been magically transported to the same place that his sister drowned when he was a kid. You know, the cleanest lake ever. Yeah. And then because reasons, well, uh, Bacon Smell Gomez is out there to save him. Yeah. And drags him back out. And he's like, something about the weeds grabbing a hold of him. And they're like, there's no weeds in the lake. Like, do we have a weed-free lake? We, we've poured so many pests, so many herbicides into this lake. There are no weeds. Way more dead fish than weeds. Yeah. So he um he heads back to the house with everybody to have a little quick makeout session that gets thwarted by Stash. by Big Brother again, who wants him to drink whiskey because he was in a lake, and I'm like, yeah, no, nah, that's legit. I yeah, it's good beat in the lake. If I was in the lake, I'd want some fucking whiskey. Yeah, you know, it clears out the uh the the chill from your bones. Hey, you should batch out the belfry. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't. I've just heard that. So he um. Uh, he hits the old sack after he gets Whoa! blue balled. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. Chris, her name is Nanny What's-Her-Head, not the old sack. <laughs> oh. I'm in balls. <laughs> yeah, no. That's good. You pointed that out. The best jokes are explained. <laughs> yeah. I stand by that. You're an explained joke. Thank you. <laughs> so he, uh, Pee-Pee hits the sack. <laughs> of course it did. And then he uh, he gets woken up in the night times. Who does? Pee-pee. Ha-ha. <laughs> and uh, he hears a ruckus, and he tries to get out, but the door's stuck again. But thankfully, he has the giant door-smashing thing. Yeah, I just, bad. like, bust a hole in the door, like, fuck you. Hold on a second, where's my door crusher? Yeah, it's there like it a, is. It's like a hunk of rebar with a giant weight on the end of it. Like, Solely in the it's room. Like, it's a mic stand. I mean, really, that's kind of what like, it looks like. It's yeah. like the little stick they used to break to get the fire extinguisher, but just to get out of the whole door. And he, uh, he busts In case of emergency, there. break door. With this, hope you can swing it and have a good time. And he, yeah, I think it was because didn't didn't Nanny what's her head like hover over his face menacingly and say yeah. weird shit at him? Yeah. And she just goes shit like right at him, and he's like, yeah. ah! It's like that's weird. <laughs> he was tripping. So he chases after her, but finds her sleeping peacefully in the. A horrible upstairs hovel they keep her trapped in. Well, I mean, she's a servant. She shouldn't have nice quarters. Fair enough. Have not you have you not seen the Dalton Abbey? No. Okay. No. I... My mom watches that show. She doesn't listen uh, to the podcast. What about upstairs downstairs? 
I don't know what that is. That sounds like something weird you get from a hooker. I don't think my mom watches that. <laughs> and upstairs, downstairs, yeah, that'll cost, cost like twenty five bucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they usually get the downstairs for free, but the upstairs, that's the one that hurts. Yep. But he uh, he comes back down, and now the door's fine, and he thinks to himself, "Well, this isn't normal behavior of doors that have been smashed by giant door weights." Door crushers. Sure, sure. And so, uh, everything's not going super great for the guy. He, uh, has some more weird doings with the family. Catches them playing, uh... Oh, yeah, this is one of my favorite parts. Uh, the weird... Hide-and-go-seek? face-touch game. Their game that they play with with the family. Yeah. Because it's Nate's birthday. Maybe. Or whatever the fuck is happening. Dancing around or singing happy birthday to sing it. Yeah. And then you put a blindfold on, and then you try to hide from the person in the blindfold, and if they catch you, they touch your face. Well, I mean, if it's it's Bacon Smell Gomez and she wants to make out with you, she does. Yeah. Hide and go face touch. And then they play hide and seek, but not just hide and seek. It's hide and seek where you put money in a cat. I think in the kitty, Chris. Cat. There was a cat. It's a live cat. A live cat. You yeah. <laughs> and you only have two options. Yeah. Uh, Trust me, a cat does not want to eat a dollar. Wait now, Chris. How? What does like Texas Hold'em look to you with like the like the big blind and the small blind? What Chris calls Texas Hold'em is really just him putting money into cats' butts. He doesn't know. <laughs> I'll feel that one. Uh, well, if they weren't uh, slot machines, why have they got that lever thing on the back of them? <laughs> They're louder than hell, though. Yeah, that's the noise. <laughs> you pull the lever, and it makes the fun noise, and then sometimes stuff comes out. Yeah, and if it's a, if it's the male cat, you can get two cherries. It's fine. <laughs> and sprayed. <laughs> no, that's victory fluid. What are you talking about? That's how you know you won. One victory spritz, please. Yeah. It's for the Smells like freedom. Smells like concentrated urine. Well, if a say you got like a deaf person and a who's also blind, how are you gonna know they won the slot machine unless you get sprayed with a fine urine mist? And that's why Helen Keller never went to Las Vegas. This has been what are we doing? (laughs) Wow, this is uh I'm so glad I suggested this movie. Usually you guys are like, Brett, what are you doing? But I'm like, man, what are all of us doing? Yeah. (laughs) So, but anyway, at some point he wakes up in a day and like, everything's kind of like, wait, now this shit's going to be on fire. Did he get sprayed by a cat yet? You know, he has to go down to the cellar. Yeah. That's where it is. And he's looking for, Cat spray. Yeah, cat urine. Ghost monsters. And uh, he he lights a candle, but knocks it over, which catches the floor on fire. Yeah, like the stone floor. Like, just little fires start popping up from between the, like, the flagstones. Well, what had happened was they didn't tell him not to step on the seventh tile from the left because that's going to fuck up the gas line and make little birthday candle fires come out the floor. Yep. Yeah. 
But they don't stay birthday candle size for long. Nope, then it's blue and white screaming flames again. Well, part of it is his fault, because he did take that burning burlap sack and start smacking it against <laughs> every goddamn surface he could find. <laughs> That's kind of on him a little. A burlap yeah. sack isn't a fire extinguisher? This you know what they say. Sack. Stop, slap, and roll. Like that's that's the uh, yeah. that's that's the the mantra, right? Something, something. Then you'll see. You'll, you'll avoid, avoid catastrophe. catastrophe. <laughs> Fucking nerds. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> so uh, he's managed to uh, set the entire cellar on fire. Well, I mean, between him, the ghost fires, and the burlap sack. Yep. Yeah, burlap I, I blame the burlap sack. And he comes running out, and he's all like, Oh, God! Bacon smell Gomez! Everything's on fire! We gotta get out of here! And she's like, Nah, dog, you're tripping. Yeah. She says, Let's go Let's go look at your so-called no, fire. she said that he was tripping. Yeah. That common, balls. common vernacular in the 20s. <laughs> That's what they were saying. So uh, she's like, hey, as you can see, nothing's on fire. That Maybe, isn't uh, what she said. She said that he was tripping. Sure, sure. <laughs> so she takes him to see uh, Dr. Old Man, times. the family doctor. And he's like, hey, Doc, I keep hallucinating all manner of things. And like he's fire like, and oh, fire. that's probably fine. Here's some random pills and put a leech on your gooch or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Drink some morphine water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a legionnaire gaunch. That's that's the uh, the treatment. A gaunch? Where's that? Ask uh, ginger snaps. It's yeah. behind the gooch. See, if you dunk the whole ass in, you'll get that too. <laughs> yeah. The bidet doesn't do that part normally. That's the other old saying. Yes. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Uh, so anyway, um, at some point, he's he he's oh, there's fires. Oh no, he wakes up and like every like the house is kind of abandoned. Dish got leaves in it for some reason. Yeah, and everything's yeah. covered. All the the paintings and the houses all covered with black sheets. Yeah, the furniture and whatnot. And he's like, hmm. Doesn't seem quite right. Too many leaves. And uh, as he's wandering around, he sees his ghost sister. And yep. she's all like, I'm going to run off. And he's like, I will follow you. And they uh, they run through the woods and stuff. And they end up at the local uh, graveyard like you do when following your ghost sister. Yeah, I mean, because where else would ghosts hide than a graveyard? Yeah. And then... Grave ground. Oh wait, I I forgot. It's important. We we skipped over the the part where they had the sex. Oh yeah. And Big Brother is uh, uh, assumably jerking it in the corner while this is happening, watching. Disapprovingly masturbating. Yeah, it's, it's a sad masturbate. He's like, I don't care for this, but I'm doing it anyway. The director yeah. has a lot more waist down shots, but. Yeah. Oh, um, we also missed the uh, the lady who came in and did the palm reading for uh, uh, Bacon Smell Gomez and PP. And PP the whole time's like, she's gonna tell me that I'm gonna live a long life. She's gonna tell me that I'm gonna have a lot of children. And then the lady says that. And then 
she grabs uh, Bacon Smell Gomez's palm and she's like, I can't tell you anything you don't already know. And he, but she then she also tells PP that he's going to have a daughter named after someone he lost as a child, presumably his his dead twin sister. Yeah, old Mildred. So anyway. Julie, I believe, was her name. Julia, Julie, something like that. So there, he's at the graveyard and he sees a giant gravestone. And what does the gravestone say? Loki, the creepy painter guy, bacon Bacon smell, Gomez. Gomez. Yep, and they all died in a fire. 1923. And he says, huh, that's weird, because I'm pretty sure I just fucked that ghost. Peculiar. And then he wanders to a house that looks mostly abandoned until someone confronts them and... And she's like, what are you doing here? He's like, oh, I was looking for the for doctor, family doctor guy. And she's like, oh, he died like a long time ago. And PP's like, huh, that's the second time I've thought that recently. Oh, he sees his ghost sister in the house. PP. Yeah. And then ghost sister's like, hey, dog, here's the thing. You should come with me. I know you. I know you fucked that other ghost. But you need like, to come I- with me. I won't fuck you, but I, I I'll make you happy. And he's like, ah, I'd rather have ghost sex. Yeah, because bacon smell Gomez shows up, and she's like, hey, man, come come here and get in this car. We're going to go, I don't know. Let's go for an intercourse ride. So they, uh, Let's go have a last kiss. And he's like, a dead man's curve. Come on and inseminate my vagina through vaginal penetration. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, with a little part. lady from Pasadena. Did she just did she just watch or did she help? Oh, she watches, but I wouldn't say just watch. I mean, go granny, go granny, go granny, go. What? So um, anyway, he decides to hop in the car with her, and then she's gonna hit his ghost sister, and apparently he's concerned that his ghost sister is going to be injured by a car, so he wrecks the car into a tree. But does do a badass flip out of the car before it hits the tree. <laughs> like a fucking ninja. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, that's standard Cambridge Cambridge training. is the, the, the You learn ninjutsu, and then you learn your... Then you start teaching your actual, uh, you know, courses that you teach. Ninjutsu, then the alphabet. And yeah. uh, so the car crashes, it's on fire... Uh, Bacon Smell Gomez is emulated. And he heads back to the house where he meets up with Nanny Whatserhead. And Nanny Whatserhead's like, eh, turns out this was kind of my bad. I called you up here, then the ghost monsters, like, trapped you here. And, uh, now I guess we're stuck here forever. So, eh, I guess that one's on me. Like, that's, that's, sorry. And, and then the, the children show up and play the most lethal game of Ring Around the Rosie that has ever been played. Oh, I was I thought it was Circle Fight. I didn't know what that was. <laughs> we played Circle Fight when I was a kid. What you would do is you would have to hold hands against your will and try to fight your way away from the other ones. Mm. It's like weird, like Red Rover. Circle Fight. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, so they uh, they spin Nanny What's Her Head to death. <laughs> yep. Hey, they, see, it is like Circle Fight. At least one kid always died. And then, like like your standard horror movie protagonist, PP runs upstairs instead of running out the front door. Yeah. Well, Painter Pervert Ghost is like, hey, Nanny, Nanny actually murdered all of us because she caught me and Bacon Smell Gomez fucking. Well, no, no, the mom caught him and Bacon Smell Gomez fucking, and that's why his mom, like, threw herself into the lake, because she could not stand to live being the mother of incest children, and then Nanny Nanny What's-Her-Head is like, well, fuck that, if she's gonna kill herself, I'm just gonna burn all this shit down. Yeah, she burnt the whole mother down. She wasn't tripping. So, she's, she's dead. And the ghost monsters are all like, hey, now you're our new ghost buddy. So he runs upstairs, which catches on fire, like you do. Well, like, you know, like happened in the past. Several times in the movie. And he, uh, he's trapped. And with no way out, aside from several windows. Well, every time he goes towards the windows, like, fire flares up in front of them. So it's not like he could... Just jump through the flames out the window. Because, I mean, if you touch flames, you die, Chris. Video games have taught me this. Instantly. Yeah. His, uh, his touch ghost- water, you die. GTA yeah. taught me that. You know, if you, if you touch flames, you die. If you, if you approach a crocodile from the front, you die. Oh, no. If you approach a crocodile from the front, you get pushed back to the beginning of the level. I learned that from Pitfall 2. But if you approach the crocodile from the back, you can oh. kill it. That's true. You know what I learned from yep. Pitfall 2? Um, when you go over that weird skunk fox-looking thing, it goes, bala, 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 bala. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's true. I got that. Yeah, you, you did, buddy. You're Life lessons out of the park. by Hotlanta. So, um, he's trapped in a fire room, but then his ghost sister shows up. And, like, uh, saves the day by being his ghost sister? Walking through. Well, she's like, take my hand and come with me instead of choosing them. And so he chooses his ghost sister. I had Dragonheart playing in my head when that played. She pulls him out of, you know, it's like like that Evanescence song. And, uh... Nothing like an Evanescence song. You know, the one with the shouty guy in it that was on Daredevil's soundtrack. Or Electra soundtrack, whichever it was. This is the Electra soundtrack. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, and then so she pulls him to safety with her ghost powers, and he goes off to apparently, to presumably, like, marry his assistant and have lots of children, and one of them who will name after his ghost sister. Oh, I thought he was going to find a sibling and burn it up, just like everybody else in this movie. But Bacon Smell Gomez is there, and she follows them to... I don't know, presumably have a better acting career than this. Weird ghost threesome? Well, I mean, she's going to go marry a director so that she can be in better movies. And that's uh, 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 this movie, I guess. I don't know. That's Haunted. 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 So, Brett. What is it? What do you think about this movie? Oh, I didn't see that coming. What a twist. What a twist. It wasn't very good. It was kind of boring. Uh, not a lot happened. 
there was some funny stuff, like, you know, when he touched the, what is it, a scone, and uh, the house almost <laughs> caught on fire. Yes, he touched a scone, and the house caught on fire. <laughs> is that right? Did I say the right big word? Yeah, he did. Yeah, you, you got <laughs> yeah. it, dude. That's definitely a scone that he touched. <laughs> yeah. You be very careful at Starbucks, everybody. Wink. Uh, it was just kind of lame, and then at the end, it was like, oh, everybody was dead the whole time. Fuck you. Like, well, that kind of sucks. There's way better movies out of 1995. Sure, the charm of being a probably the an earlier, if not the earliest, Beckinsale joint, but still not very good. It's an Abra. You can skip this one. I can. I'm not gonna fucking name them, so don't ask. But I'm pretty confident there's ten other movies made in 1995 you could watch besides <laughs> this one. Yes. No, I, I just I feel like you should name them. Awkward silence. Awkward silence. Song. I just feel like you should you should name them if you're gonna say that. So what do you think, Chris? Uh, I'm I'm inclined to agree. I wasn't Weird. a super big fan. But it sucks saying that, huh? It's not bad. Agreeing with me, that's I think, stupid. I don't think it's a bad movie. I just don't think it's my style. Just not the kind of thing I'm into. There's probably more than one movie I've been down on that is probably fine. I mean, it's it's technically competent. Everybody's a fine enough actor. The story is kind of interesting. He does fuck a ghost. Uh, that has yep. to count for something. I mean, that that puts you in Ghostbusters territory. So, I mean, yeah. that's good company. But it is a little on the on the slow side. It just takes a while to get anywhere. I I have questions. And then when you get there, like um, uh, so the the ghost monsters can pick you up from the train station. <laughs> like that. That's okay. Was that gypsy lady who read their fortunes, was she a ghost monster? No, that's why she said she couldn't tell uh, Bacon Smell Gomez anything she didn't already know because she was already dead. She's like, well, you know how your life went already. I can't tell you anything new. So I think she was alive. But she didn't... Do you think she would be like, hey, uh, guy, that's a fucking, that's a fucking ghost. What? Well, did you notice her hand, though? Like, I think they must have actually, like, kind of, like, deleted her her lifeline because she basically had no lifeline on her palm. Eh. Just like Chris. Chris's palms are smooth as a dinner plate for some reason. Yeah, that's right. No lines. Yeah. Very distinctive fingerprints, but no palm lines. Chris's fingerprints are all pentagrams. But I mean, that's why they're very distinctive. They were expensive. Eh, I don't. I don't say n- don't watch it. You, what did you almost say? You almost said... I did not almost nah, say that. Nah, nah, nah. I would say meh. That's what I would say. Yeah, I bet you did. Meh. I can, meh. I can see why meh, you like this movie. Meh, bro. But it, it's, just not, it's just not my style. Not my bag. Not your bag of tea, huh? But I can... I, can, <laughs> I mean, tea say, bag, yes. Bag of tea, no. I'm not going to say don't watch it. Because it's not like it's it's aggressively bad, but it's just not something I'm into, really. 
I don't feel like we need to bring up that Chris is in the teabagging. So go ahead, Troy. Um, I don't know. I kind of like the whole like Victorian Christmas ghost story kind of vibe that this has, even though it's not set at Christmas or in the Victorian era. But I don't know. I I like a good ghost story, like kind of like the others, you know, like uh, I. I like I like ghost stories. This was a good ghost story. It was nice because it was a movie I could watch with my wife because it wasn't too scary. Um, I think because I watched it knowing what the twist was, so it was kind of interesting to see how they hinted at the fact that they were dead, but didn't strongly hint at it. And um, if anyone is a big role-playing game fan, uh, this would be a fantastic Wraith the Oblivion story because they use very specific Arcanoi in this. So I think that's kind of interesting. But I I like this movie. It also didn't hurt that I was like 20 when I watched this, and then you get to see a bunch of uh, Kate Beckinsale body double in it. So that's always a plus for a 20-year-old guy. Um I, I like it. I would say watch it, but don't go and expect anything scary. Just enjoy a nice kind of creepy little ghost story and, and have fun with it. So, Chris, what are we watching next week? We are going to watch The Crazies. As, Parker Crazies? As recommended by supposed real cousin Brett Sontag, two-legged bringer of destruction. That's right. And I... I think we'll go with the new one because the new one is set in my home state of Iowa. That's true. I was tripping. Iowa is tripping. Yes, please, please, Brett, tell us why Iowa be tripping. So, I know Troy, and I know that Troy lives in Iowa, and I was at my house the other day reading the news on my, my little iPod, and there were three articles all close enough to each other for one screenshot they were all about Iowa and rape and murder so yep. I said it to Troy because that's what you do yep and I, I confirmed that uh, you, you don't fuck with the Iowans because we will cut a bitch true he said that those were his words mm-hmm so we're gonna watch that fancy so Brett if Chris were gonna ask you a question what question would he ask you stupid one So, Chris, if you were to ask Brett a question, what question would you ask him? A stupid one. Go on. Do your thing. You can find us on the Facebooks because we're Slaughterhouse Princess. SlaughterhousePrincess.com You can write us with a pen and paper at SlaughterhousePrincessPodcast at gmail.com We've got Stitcher and (laughs) iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, Twitter, Slaughter Prince. Chris is rubbing his eyes out of hate. <laughs> we got uh, we're on Reddit, SHP Podcast. We got store.slaughterhouseprincess.com, patreon.slaughterhouseprincess.com, and discord.slaughterhouseprincess.com. Sure. I, I stopped listening after you recommended people write pen and paper <laughs> emails. <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah, it's it's snail email, oh, Chris. Come on, it's the new thing. You're a guy, you know. I've been trying to email Matt from from Horsha Hot Dog like these two this action figure that I've had for months. I haven't been able to email it to him yet. 
I'll tell I you keep what, trying, I've been, though. I have been really, really etching the pen hard into the monitor, and I think it's going to go through at some point. Well, yeah, I, I keep keep working on it, but I think you'll get there. Yeah, papers for amateurs. That's just a start. Mm-hmm. You really want to dig at your monitor with a pen. That's right. I mean, you can't. Yeah, you know, it's like the tattoo. It's like tattooing your screen. Well, you got to get it to somebody, though. Yeah. Yeah. Give your give your monitor a tramp stamp. It loves it. Right on the butt crack. And while other podcasts think about movies, we'll be drinking about movies. Bye. And Chris encompasses all things except for the movies we watch, which means that every movie we watch, he's diminished a little bit more.